0: everyone before we start the show we just wanted to let you know that there's a couple ways that you could get in touch with us we would absolutely love to hear from you so you can reach us via email at thursdayhouse1 at gmail.com or our very own website at thursdayhouse.com there you can see our latest episodes when they drop and links to things we've talked about or um lists who knows we're also on social media. You can find us on Instagram, MeWe, and Gab at Thursday House Podcast or on Parlor at Thursday House. Now on to the chaos. Guys, welcome back for another exciting episode of the Thursday House. I mean, this one might be more exciting than others because we've done no planning. No, we're just here. You're just hearing just our brain. Bleh. This is ha- actually this is a great episode to do because this is actually how
1: we came up with this idea. Was that like we used to have like a twenty minute coffee in the morning and just talk about things that had happened? We since-
0: used to have a kitchen. Yes, <laughs>
1: we used to have a kitchen. And talk about the just the things that have happened since like yesterday. Yeah, yeah. and um, and we would just kind of throw out like you know, did you see that thing on the news, or did you see that thing on you know, did you re- see that meme, or did you? And you or you would bring in, oh, I just heard this thing on the podcast. And we would just right. like randomly talk. And the reason we're doing this is not because we're lazy and we didn't plan. We actually no we've had a week. We we've had a week. We all got well. You are still. Spared. I'm still alive. I'm still standing. But starting last Friday, right about this time, yep, um, one by one, my family went down with what I can only describe as like an alien type of experience of GI vomiting. So, I mean, just unreal yeah, for it just, a solid week. It took you out one by one by one by one. And we could just watch it coming like uh-huh. a wave. Like you knew it was going to hit you. But as much as I like mentally prepared for it hitting me, I was not mentally prepared.
0: No. It was Enough.
1: Bad. It was awful. It, so anyway, there was not a whole lot that got done this week minus lying around. Um my daughter did like finish the entire run of psych. Oh yeah. Mhm. Oh yeah. Because yes. because like all she did was lie in bed for it was not only the GI but then there was this post dehydration vertigo that like lasted for a couple of days after the vomiting ceased. So, it was it was good times. I haven't been sick like that like that type of sickness since like I think probably high school. Yeah. Like I mean anyway. When anyway. You, when you
0: were pregnant with Molly it was pretty bad too.
1: Oh, all my kids. But like non-pregnancy vomiting. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean <clears throat> yes. And I drank four sprites in one day, so you know I was sick yeah. cuz I abhor soda. Yeah. So, yes. um
0: And you were very sick. Yes. So, you're so you're a pretty terrible patient, and I was wondering, um, are, is that true of most doctors? Yes. Are they just the most annoying people that are sick? Yes. Okay. uh uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so shout out to all the wives and husbands of doctors.
1: <laughs> I think people. I might be worse than most, but, um, like, my husband, on the other hand, just over-medicates himself into oblivion. Like, whatever he can take you know there's the like back and forth tylenol ibuprofen the Pepto-Bismol, the imodium the like i mean just the amount of then he is like now he's got all the because since covid he's got all the herbaly stuff so like the vitamin d and the vitamin c and the um the you know what, probiotics and the i mean like it could take him like 20 minutes just in the morning just to take all the medication yeah oh my
0: gosh and he was saying this morning that like he thinks that some of those things are causing new problems, like the medications oh, yes. are causing new well, yeah, problems. Well, yeah, of course, because, like, you, you've you been high on medicine for, like, a week,
1: you know? Of course, yeah. So, so then there's the me that's, like, I would rather literally die than take any medication ever. Um, but I have, too, also gotten into kind of the, some of the ver- herbal stuff. So, like, I'll take some stuff, but I also can't take pills when mm. I'm sick nope. because, yeah, so... Um, Actually, that probiotic stuff that you recommended. The liquid?
0: The Mary yeah. Ruth's?
1: Yes. So, Shalee tells me this stuff just tastes like water. And I'm like, sure it does. Yeah, right. Because nothing tastes like water. No. Everything has some weird taste to it. Weird medicinal sort of vitamin-y. I like turned my. I literally turned. I think it's your computer. Oh. Um. So, anyway. Um, it does taste like water. It's like a dropper full of water. That's it. But it's probiotic. Yes. It's fantastic. And so now Mm -hmm. I'm just squeezing a dropper full of it into, like, my kids have juice for lunch. They get a dropper of that in it. Or Molly has, Molly already drinks probiotic juice, but I give her um, a little dropper of that in it. They can't taste it. I put it in a beer last
0: night. I'm not going to lie. And most other medicines and supplements and things like that, you can't... um, Put it in stuff because it's like, oh gosh, I don't want to taste that. Right, but this one, no. So yeah, you could just Ruth. shoot it in your mouth, but yeah. I was just like, I do that to my kids. I'm like, here, you're you're big, you get four. You're little, you get two. Yeah, it was. I love that stuff. Yeah, that was my good. new favorite. I wish maybe it wasn't so expensive. <laughs> I know it is expensive because she makes or they. It's you know, it's like a, a company founded by a literally a lady named Mary Ruth. Um, they have uh med- like uh, vitamins.
1: Like an oh, like yeah.
0: all-purpose multivitamin for kids. There's one for adults. And oh, yeah. I saw that. They are um, – they're pricey, but they probably don't taste like ickiness. And they, it's all made with good stuff. Yeah. There's not a lot of corn syrups and well, sugars and stuff. Well, honestly,
1: like when it comes to getting my kids to eat gummy – like gummy vitamins, if they get a tiny little bit of corn syrup and a little, you know, gummy vitamin, I'm you know, th- there's no corn syrup in the rest of their diet. I'm fine with that. I just need it to taste good enough that they will actually yes. take it. And Nora was the same way. She's like, there's no way this just tastes like water. And she was so hesitant. And I squirted it in. And she's like, that's amazing. It, tastes it just good. tastes like water.
0: Yeah. It tastes like somebody just gave you an, an eyedropper of water. Yeah. And think about, like, the probiotic pills. They're humongous. Mm-hmm. They're unnecessarily hum- hard.
1: Humongous. Horse pills. Yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. No, totally. Okay. So so we actually had – so while I was sitting in bed, twi- I mean, I did – I I think my even my phone was like, um, whatever has happened to you, you know, because your phone gives you, like, screen time uh-huh, warnings. Yes. My phone was like, you have screen timed, like, 20 times more
0: yeah. than you normally like, do in a day. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, are you trapped in a cave with only a phone and nothing else? Like, basically, I was, like, in my for first, for the first two days, I was in my chair holding a puking baby. And then, or two. And then the second two days, I was in my chair throwing up into a bucket. So, um, there was a lot of tweeting going on. And I could not believe some of the stories that I, I, I was coming across.
0: So, we'll call today Tidbit Thursday.
1: I like it. Sounds good.
0: Um... So one of the stories, what should we start with? The cockroach, yeah, cockroach, because Valentine's Day is soon approaching, and I'm not sure that we could ever top last year's Valentine's episode, which you guys should totally check out. It was the anti-Valentine's Day episode, and we talked about how you should just set up systems instead of needing an escape, and all the weird chocolates and soaps and candles that people get for holidays. That's I a great episode. I thought that was a great episode because
1: I I. Actually, we're going to, this feeds right into that because, so I'm not going to go through the whole like St. Valentine and who St. Valentine was, but needless to say that back when St. Valentine lived, there were people who were not allowed to marry. I can't remember the whole story. I think it was part of it was like a class thing. Nora would know, but they weren't allowed to marry. And so St. Valentine raised money. In order to help these people get married.
0: It is sweet.
1: Now I'm going to have to look it up so that I can make sure. So you, 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 know, tap dance or something while I.
0: All right. Did you hear the one about the. Okay. (laughs) Um, Yes. Okay. Is. Okay,
1: this is Wikipedia, people, so take this out of... Uh, but I think they got this one right. Okay, so the Feast of St. Valentine's Day is a celebration of love and affection. Okay, that's what they say. But but they say it's it originated as a Christian feast day honoring one um, or two early Christian martyrs named St. Valentine. I don't know the one or two, but whatever. Um And then through later folk traditions, it's become, you know, a celebration of romance and love. But I wanted to go back to the martyrdom. Okay. So there are a number of martyrdom stories associated with various Valentines connected February 14th, including an account of the imprisonment of St. Valentine of Rome for ministering to Christians persecuted under Roman Empire. According to an early tradition, St. Valentine restored the sight to the blind daughter of his jailer. Okay. I've heard that one too. Hmm. Um, because you have to, like, to become a saint in the Catholic tradition, you have to have a number of miracles and stuff like that. So um, numerous later additions to the legend have been related to the theme of love. An 18th century embellishment to the legend claims he wrote the jailer's daughter a letter signed your valentine. Yeah, I've I've heard that, but I've also heard people say that that wasn't true. Um, Where's the one about... I don't... I want to, uh, okay, blah, blah, blah. Valentine of Rome was a priest in Rome who was martyred in 269. Uh, I should have looked this up beforehand.
0: Well, That's okay.
1: Um, there's something about that he raised money for people to get married. I'm pretty sure. Um See the jailer thing, he was already in jail. So he'd already done something wrong when he like mm-hmm. restored the blind, blah blah blah. Uh uh this is not making for good. Anyway, trust me on this. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I am I'm like Okay, I found it. All the other – there are people listening to our podcast right now screaming it at their – I I do this when I listen to podcasts. You're like, no, it's Brad. Yes, like when somebody's like, what's the name of that movie, that one that starred like the guy, you know, so-and-so and da-da-da, and and you're screaming at – like. Either your car or the windshield or whatever. And you're like, it's this. And they're like, I can't remember what it is. So that's happening to me right now. So during the time of Emperor Claudius, he decided he would outlaw marriage for young men. He thought that unmarried men made better soldiers. I remember this now Mm. because they had nothing to lose. And he felt that outlawing marriage would leave him with many more young men, wifeless and childless, to serve in the army Valentine had defied Claudius to continue to perform marriages saying that it was God's will to have young ones fall in love and commit um, to each other with the holy vows of marriage. And then and then he put him in jail. And that's when the whole jailer thing happened, apparently. And then he was executed on February 14th, which is how it became Valentine's Day. Now, okay, so, you know. That's what I that's how I know Valentine's Day. Valentine's I don't somebody Day. out there is probably gonna say, oh, that's a legend and it's not true. That's how I know it. So in my mind, Valentine's Day has always been a celebration of marriage and the love and the vow of marriage. It is not a celebration of your girlfriends, which no. is what we discussed last time. Correct. It is not a celebration of your children. No. It is not even really a celebration of your boyfriend or girlfriend. It is a celebration of marriage, as how I've always felt about it. And maybe I'm wrong. I think that the entire commercialization. Well, I think that's something everybody can agree on. Right, has happened because, you know, it's a lot more fun to sell valentines and candies and flowers and blah, 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 sure. if you're not just limiting your focus. I mean, when are the when are people going to just start popping out with um, wedding rings and, and being like, well, I wanted to buy myself a wedding ring because I like wedding rings. And I'm not getting married. I just wanted to. I would bet that people already do that. I like, mean, i we going to come up with point. a Valentine's like where a bunch of girls buy each other all a, a wedding ring and that, you know.
0: We're all married to each
1: other. I mean, I, I can't believe that wasn't a Sex in the City episode, honestly, yeah, so to tell you the are. truth.
0: I bet someone already does that. Anyway, so yeah, they have Valentine's Day decorations and candy out in December, like at Christmas time. I've seen it out. I
1: know. It's just so ridiculous. So anyway, this brings us to my tidbit that I found. <laughs> Everybody's like, "Okay, it's been 10 minutes. Are they going to get to it they eventually?" Get to your point. Um, so the San Antonio Zoo is doing an event called Crimea Cockroach where you can pay $5, 10, or $15 to donate a cockroach, a vegetable or I think a rat um to feed an animal at the zoo. But it but they film the feeding of the cockroach to the to the animal and send it to your ex. <laughs> like I bought this cockroach for this like snake to eat to show you what a terrible person To show you, you are. what a terrible person you are. I I am so completely horrified by this. I mean, we have like, we're literally now, now we're not only celebrating Valentine's day for a bunch of people for whom Valentine's day does not apply children, school children, boyfriends and girlfriends, you know, buddies, blah, 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 blah. But now we're actually even celebrating anti Valentine's day on Valentine's day. Send your ex
0: a creepy stalker video of someone feeding a rat to a snake. I paid money to send you something. Even though I clearly hate you, but I sent you something. And apparently this is a huge fundraiser that they make tons
1: of money off of. And I'm like, this is so grotesque. I can't even explain how it's grotesque crazy. it is.
0: It's playing on people's like emotional need for relevance with their... X that they probably aren't over in the first place if they're sending them stuff i know it's so like to me this this meets the definition
1: of stalker yeah. and i and i'm sure there are people out there going you're taking this too seriously it's just supposed to be funny it's not funny if i had an ex-boyfriend send me a video of him donating money to the zoo to feed a rat to a snake i'd literally go out and buy another firearm
0: right yeah i like you should <laughs> yeah, if you or anyone you know is a recipient of one of these videos or pictures, please. <laughs> please. Take a self-defense class. Yeah, I mean, real. this is so nuts. I think grotesque that you used was perfect to describe <laughs> that. And it's such a... And it's weird that this public institution is, like, promoting this. Like, you couldn't have come up with cuddly animals, we have new baby cheetahs, send one to your... Send a
1: picture of this really cute koala bear to your loved one. Mama
0: or who I know. Are.
1: No, no, no. no. They, it was an on market. They're like, okay, let's see. We've covered all the bases for everyone with Valentine's Day. Now, who have we left out? Oh, all the jilted lovers. Yay. At untapped market. I mean, the, it's stuff like this that makes me go, maybe, maybe the socialists have it right about capitalism. <laughs> like, yeah, like. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Doesn't mean you should. Exactly. Just because you identify an untapped market of mentally unhinged
0: women, m- sociopaths, women. Oh, I don't know. I bet you there, think are... there are a lot of dudes that are ordering this. Uh, if there was a pie chart, I would think one color would be bigger than the other color. <laughs> are you sure? Oh, oh I sure. had not even thought about that. I'm not sure. I think there are a lot more psycho men. Did you ever date a psycho guy? I don't think so. Oh my gosh, I did. Uh, I dated a lot of like guys that probably weren't as into me as I was them, so oh, I no. kind of went over that threshold.
1: That was generally me because I was I was kind of painful um, and as, <laughs> <laughs> what still am. Sorry, what? I'm sorry. I know. Newsflash. <laughs> um, but so generally, I was usually more into the guy than the guy was into me. But there was one guy in college that I remember sitting. At, I went on a like mercy date never saw this guy as oh, anything more than a friend and that was i should have just said no because that was just enough encouragement and i remember him sitting outside my outside my dorm on like the curb for hours and i was like please go away you're really freaking me out yeah so
0: that's awful i'm sorry
1: um yeah and that story turns weirder and i'm not going to say it on here because but remind me later it yeah. involves murder not him but it does involve murder. Okay. I'm just going to. I'm going to leave that in there. Obviously. Not my murder. Thankfully. Um, anyway. Um. Anyway. So I think that's weird. And I, I, think I think it's weird. And I think the zoo should like. I don't know. Tighten up. There's. I don't know. There's a lot of people that think this is the funniest thing ever. And they think it's really funny. Really funny. And they. Well that's because- I think they kind of want to
0: do it. Except they're like married for 30 years. And they don't. They don't have anybody that they no. can. But I think that we have come so far from what funny is. We're not allowed to be really funny. So they're taking things that are inappropriate and making them funny. I don't know. Nobody knows what funny is anymore. Um, we're not allowed to humor. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, that's true. And the, the
1: stuff that is funny, considered funny, is like stuff like this where I just sit there and go, so someone thought this was funny. And someone else thought this was a good idea. And the, you know the San Antonio Zoo has a board. Someone went to the board and said, guess what our new Valentine's campaign is And they is were all be. like, oh, that's so funny. I, or maybe at first they were like, mm, I don't know. Let, well, I guess we can try it one year and see what happens. And then there was so much money that was generated that they, they were, were like, like we like have surprised. to do this every year. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think the whole thing is just bizarre. I think it's – this is to me is like giving a heroine, Got you right. know – Yes, giving that person needles and saying, you Take know, safely. be safe. Yeah, like, you're giving psycho, jilted, crazy, obsessed boyfriend, ex-boyfriends and girlfriends a new way to, like, new fuel. be creepy. Yeah. But, but I, that's just me.
0: I also... Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Hold on, I'll get it back. Mm. Um, it, and I also... I hate to be that guy that's like you could have taken that ten bucks and done something really good, at all. Oh, Sp- I agree. Sponsor a kid in another country. I don't know. Ten bucks a month. If you have money, if you're so flippant with your finances, but see, I think I that's what in. makes it
1: even creepier right. because you're willing to spend
0: ten dollars just to creep out your ex. Yeah, I, yeah. I Yeah. Maybe maybe people don't value ten dollars. I don't. I mean, I if it agree. was free, it would be still creepy, but a little less creepy. Yeah, because like anybody would sign up. Right. But you really get the weird of the weirds.
1: When right. You when you have something. to pay to creep out your ex. Yeah. Anyway. 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 Um, I don't know. Maybe we could incorporate this into some sort of like crime stopping thing. Like drive the price up. So that you really only get those super yeah. obsessed people. Like, like a make it $100 hug. or $1,000. <coughs> and then just start, you know, I don't, I wouldn't say surveilling those no, people. you could like weed them out. But like those would be the people that you'd really be afraid would like, like show up and like. They need to go on a list. With like a horse head in the bed or yeah, a rabbit deathfish. in a pot. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Yes.
0: I would say the FBI could trace them, but. They're, right. they are
1: trackers. I bet the FBI. I bet a lot of the guys in the FBI are um, sending their ex-girlfriends like cockroach cramps.
0: Probably so. I
1: mean, from what I've learned of the FBI in the last year. Yeah, anyway. I'm Not sure what's going on. Okay, so let's move on to our next tidbit. I think we've beaten that one into the ground. <laughs> we've smushed it like a cockroach. Uh, yeah. There you go. Um, so I—I I read this on Twitter, and I just wanted to get your. I wanted to get your um, assessment of it. And since it's, again, Valentine's Day, marriage, the marriage holiday. I'm going to start calling it the marriage holiday. Um, (laughs) uh, There you go. (laughs) Take that. Um, I thought this, you know, topic centered around marriage would be fun for today. Okay. So this was somebody on Twitter. And I think they were trying to be magnanimous. okay? Okay. If you have a spouse... Okay, this was in response to Matt Walsh saying. Matt Walsh said something to the effect of, "If you want to make your husband happy, all you really need to do is um, have dinner. You know, be happy, keep the house in order, keep the kids happy, have a hot dinner made when I get home," and of course, Twitter went. Nuts, and 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 he didn't say it in first person. He said, "If you want to make your husband happy, all he requires right. is this." Okay, and people were getting on like the all, like this is this is, you know, the only thing they were they were interposing all with only, like okay. the only thing that will make him happy, right? Or that you are what as his wife, one hundred percent responsible 100%. for his happiness. And he was like say, and he he was actually saying it the opposite way. He was right. like, "You don't have to be beautiful. You yeah. don't have to dress in high. I don't have to come home and see your made-up face and your perfect hair and your nice dress and your high heels and all this other right. stuff. Like literally bare bones. Here's what you should do. all i all I have to do to be happy is walk in the door, and 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 things are not completely chaotic, right. and, and people not- aren't screaming and crying, no. and there's actual dinner made." But not gourmet. No, just hot food. Hot food. All of
0: it has, he didn't say anything but hot. He was literally saying, this is, if you did only this, it would be it awesome. Would, it would make me happy and I would be happy for forever. Right. Don't this be is a, all I require. Don't be a total bee when I walk in the door. Right. Like, give me five minutes. So, I mean, the feminist heads exploded.
1: See, we need
0: a phrase. So, like, usually you say, like, oh, they clutch their pearls. We need, like, a, like, Feminist version of that. They clutch their Gloria Steinem books. Or I, I love it. I like that. They, um... Oh, we gotta
1: come up with something. Yeah, that yeah. needs a
0: good... It needs a good phrase, I have to think
1: Yeah. They burn their bra? I don't know. Yeah. Something like that. There has to... You're You're right. I like their clutch. Their yeah, chorus. it has to be a clutch because it needs to give you the same the, sort their of Their feminine picture. mystique. Anyway, um... I, I mean, imagine... Imagine saying on Twitter... Um, you know, all my wife has to do to make me happy is be happy, have the kids be happy, have the house not be a total nightmare, and have some sort of food mm-hmm. when I after I get home from working all day long, and that's all she has to do. I don't require anything else. Because you know what feminists always say? Men want um. Uh. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say half the word yeah. so that I don't have to put an explicit Every, warning on it.
0: can infer what...
1: Right? They, you have to be beautiful. You have to be smart. You have to be... You have to dress like Donna Reed. You have to do all this stuff. And he's like, nope. No, 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 no.
0: Stop, 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 stop there.
1: All I want is for the house to not be a
0: disaster area and for there to be food. If you... Right. And, and and hot food. Guys like hot food. They do. As moms, we eat cold food all the time and we don't really care. And imagine... Imagine because I've heard men say this too. M-
1: men do not grow up with the choice of I mean, now there are a lot of stay at home dads, but 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 traditionally they don't grow up with the choice of do I want to stay home and take care of my family or do I want to have a job and have a family or do I want to have a job and not have a family? They don't have that array of choices. Most of the time they know they're going to have to grow up and get a job and work, you know, somewhere. 40 to 60 hours a week. Right. So he is even his wife stays home with their kids. Now they have six kids and I think they homeschool. So her life is not easy and he's never said that her life was easy and he always Mm -hmm. says how much he appreciates her. And so basically he's saying and she's and she's and she responded on Twitter too because she is a big Twitter personality as well. And she said, basically what he said is I appreciate you so much. And I love the fact that you stay home and take care of our kids. And all I'm asking is that and I will work all day for our family. And I will do all the work and I will bring home all the money and I will do all the things. All I'm asking is that when I get home, it doesn't look like a bomb went off
0: and there's something to eat. Right. And, and when I come home, I don't want to have to, like, put up 10 fires. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to come home to that. And that that's Literally, reasonable. heads exploded. I mean, I think it's the most, like, ridiculous.
1: And And honestly, when they do polls of this... And ask women, if you had the choice of staying home and being a stay-at-home mom, would you take it? And, like, in every poll, it's like 70 to 80% of women say, yeah, absolutely, I'd take it in a heartbeat. Right. But, you know, society has convinced us we need a bigger house, we need more cars, we need, we need, we need, we need, we, we need. The,
0: the squeaky wheels are the ones that
1: I think speak up more than the other people. And, and I also don't want to, like, minimize the fact that the um, the economy is terrible And a lot of people, even to stay at their current level, not even to, like, get the bigger house or the more cars or whatever, just to stay where they are, a lot of times both parents have to work, you know. And, again, I work, you work. Like, you can do both, you know. I mean, I just think he was just saying something so benign. I I don't know how so many people, like, went nuts. Anyway, so this woman, I, I I say that as background. This woman, I think, was trying to support him okay. by saying, if you have a spouse, both parties should go out of their way to ensure the other is happy. Because people were like, so she's 100% responsible. She's responsible for all your happiness. And he's like, that's not what, that's I, not said what I, said I said at all.
0: Thank you. <laughs> um,
1: But he then did say, but I do think it's my responsibility to make her happy and her responsibility to make me happy. That's called marriage, right? So she says... Both parties should go out of their way to ensure the other is happy. Otherwise, what's the point? You're a team, and teams should work together. And this is the line where she lost me. You're a team, and teams should work together. I think my my proposition is that is unbiblical. Now, you tell me if I'm wrong. Which part do you not like? Um, A team. Now, I have played on many teams in my life, as you know. I was captain of the tennis team, captain of the soccer team. Played on many teams. Never in any team situation that I was ever in did we combine to form one flesh.
0: No, probably not.
1: No, we were always individuals playing on a team, okay, and working together. And we had different roles on the team. We had different responsibilities on the team, but we were always individual entities, okay. I don't see marriage that way biblically. Do you
0: wish that she used a different word than
1: team? Yes. Maybe? Because I think that's where you start to run into this. I I think w- with our um, discussion, and maybe I'm just being super nitpicky and I'm overthinking it, but in our discussion of bringing a Christian family-centered worldview to back into vogue, okay, um, that is not how marriage is described in, a, in the Bible. You become one flesh.
0: Right. You're you not be- a team. You're,
1: you're not a team. You're Completely unified in every way. So yeah, she. I maybe she just needed to pick a better word. I know. I agree, but that's what. I mean, you're a team, and teams should work together. They should work together. Well, that that to me is not analogous to marriage. Right. If you are married, you're not a team. You are one, and you have to
0: work together because or you, you're not going to be a team. <laughs> you can't not work together with yourself should sounds like well I don't want to tell people that they need to do this like I don't mm-hmm. I'm wavering on the line of am I telling people what to do I don't want to make anybody mad
1: mm-hmm. yeah,
0: like teams so. should work together but sometimes they don't work together you can't work
1: apart from yourself you can't no. it's just to me it's what the modern day view of marriage is instead of the biblical view of marriage where a man and a woman are one right they're not one team they are one it's not that you should do that is that you do do that right it's that the, the moment that you are married that's it there there aren't there isn't you and me it's just the us there's us and god there's not you and me because you and me could form a team uh-huh I can't form a team with myself. I can't form a team with myself. That would be weird. hmm I
0: tried. I'm just kidding.
1: And I think that's where, that's what has led to, well, if you and me are a team and we stop, say we stop working together, say we're no longer working together, then what do teams do when they're no longer working together?
0: They don't do the thing that they do.
1: Well, they disband. Yeah. Yes. Right? Like, if your quarterback is no longer working with your team, you get rid of your quarterback. Correct? Yes. So I just don't think this is an analogy. But it is an analogy that I think the world has glommed onto, which is that marriage is a, – you're a team. It's teamwork. It's teamwork. Everybody pitches in. Everybody there. pitches in. You know, maybe, maybe you do I – mean, um, Michelle Obama said this recently. You know, sometimes – Sometimes in your marriage you do 50-50, sometimes it's 70-30, sometimes it's 40-60, sometimes it's whatever. But again, this idea that it's a team working together. You're not a team. You're one. You're united. That which God has brought together, let no man break apart. You you it's not like, well, you know what, the team's just not working. We're just, we're not putting a lot of points up on the board. Maybe it's time to consider, you know, trading.
0: Right, right. Let's warm up the next picture. Yeah. I just don't, I don't know. And that whole like percentages thing, it sounds like people who keep track of the work. It does. It sounds like my husband is ill or my husband is this. And now I, me, have to do his share. And um, all the pieces are everyone's share. Exactly. Exactly.
1: Um, So yeah, that bothered me. And I don't think she meant to, again, I think I'm picking on this poor person. That's why I'm not even going to say like who it was, because I, I do think that she didn't mean it this way. But I think that's the point. I think that this has become so ingrained into our postmodern world that marriage is seen as a team that, um, it's just assumed that that is the correct analogy right. and
0: it's not the correct analogy. No, it like got into our binocular and we use it and it's just the status quo. Mm-hmm. And we need to maybe dissect that a fight
1: little. that analogy and say, no, 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 no you're not a team. No, and therefore, right. if you stop working together, it's not time to trade quarterbacks. This isn't teamwork. This is so much deeper than team. I mean, Jesus uses different relationships, human relationships, in order to, and, so, and, and and even in the Old Testament, God, and uses different relationships in order to explain his relationship to us, right? P- particularly parenthood and bridegroom-bride, right? Mm-hmm. Those are the two relationships he uses so that we understand our relationship with him. Does he ever use the analogy of a team? No, 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 nope, no, there's a reason for that. It's awesome. a really bad analogy. <laughs> you that have make it. no, you
0: have no, um, you know, lifelong commitment to your team. No, you're just there for the season, and if you do well, maybe you'll go on to another season. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right, that was.
1: Those were my, um, so you can imagine me, um, you can imagine me completely delusional, haven't eaten for two days, sitting up in my bed, watching my, with my daughter on like the 45th episode of Psych Reruns. And I'm having this whole like fight with myself about the analogy of marriage as a team. How dare you? And I'm, like, talking to myself, of course, because I'm delirious. And I talk to myself even when yeah, I'm not delirious. Yeah,
0: I was going to say, that's the thing that you normally do. And I know.
1: So Nora's just looking at me like I've lost all faculties. And I'm like, so then I just texted you. And I was like, hey, we should talk about this. So
0: there you go. that's what we did. So do we have anything else? Um, we were maybe going to talk about <gasps> liver. Okay. So I got to
1: – this – I have to, like – I have to lead in this a little bit. So I follow these people now. You've done this to me. You and COVID. I will never be the same. Mm-mm. I follow these people who are all like functional medicine doctors and dietitians, And this one woman specifically on Twitter, I really like her name. She goes by Andra. I don't know anything more about her than that. But she started talking about organ meat and how you should slowly be like sneaking organ meat into your kid's Food. And I, of course, said, So, how do you do that without like, can they taste it? Like, if I sneak a little in, are they going to taste it? Because she said, Start off with like 10%, like little
0: bits, little bits, little bits. And yeah.
1: And I said, Will they be able to taste it? And she said, Well, maybe a little, but just start really, really low. And I go, Okay, I'm lying. Will I be able to taste it? (laughs) I was like, I'm blaming the kids again. I, I'm I'm afraid of it so but it's supposedly really really good for you and all these people on carnivore diet are like this stuff is really really good for you so please then so while all of this sickness was happening you took a picture of your frozen liver meat uh-huh. and sent it to me and while I was going through all of this stuff on Twitter hadn't even mentioned it to you
0: Mm-mm. no you
1: had not and so I was like okay maybe Shalee can explain this to me explain how to do it. And make me get over my absolute fear of it, because I'm afraid.
0: Very um, afraid. <clears throat> oh, I get it. I have a a want also to eat lots of organ meat, but my only experience is, one, eating chicken hearts at, like, a Brazilian restaurant, the kind where they just uh-huh. walk around with all the meat, and you're like, yeah, I'll take that, I'll take that. And it was really – it was not good. I didn't like it. And so – do you like liverwurst? No. Um, I, well, I – I'm pretty sure I've never tried liverwurst. okay. So... I'm going to have to get some, like, on some toast. I grew up eating that, like, as a kid. That was, like, breakfast. Ooh, wow. Toast. It's delicious. No, it's not. But you like pâté, right? Um, no. No? Pate-
1: I don't Draft? think I've ever had pâté. I'm pretty sure I've never had foie gras. I am
0: very surprised by that.
1: Um, nope. I'm oh. not, like, um, no, no. I'm not even going to, like, I'm not even going to pretend. Like, when these things get passed around, I'm like... Thank you no, no I don't <laughs> and I feel like I feel like if I asked a hundred random people on the street, I think more than eighty percent of them would also say no,
0: no, no thank much. you. No, I get that. Um, so I am also a little afraid of organ meat. Now, look, I bought this. I bought a liver, uh, a cow's liver, from a farm at the farmers market. It's okay. already frozen, and I okay. thought that's cool. Um, and I, it sat in my freezer for about a month before I even was like brave enough to even think about doing something with it because it, okay. it's weird, it's, it's intimidating, and in it's very intimidating. But okay, but then when you hear the people, like you're a person on Twitter, I listened to this other lady, I can't remember her name for the life of me, um, just so casually talking about it and all the things they make, and they're just so, you know, whatever about it, it's, it's normal. Um, I knew that there, I just had to get over it. So what they recommend is you get a liver and it has to be a really good sourced product, not just from your factory farms or whatever. Like it should be local, organically fed, or, or, you know, just not a bunch of crap. So I froze it. They recommend freezing it for two weeks to make sure that all the pathogens die on it. I'm not, other people have said it should be a little bit longer than that. Okay. I froze it, and then I brought it inside after about a month, and I let it thaw just a little, so then with a really sharp knife, I could cut it into teeny tiny little cuby chunks. Okay. I froze those for another week. And okay. I put it in um, like a block, and I put it in my freezer.
1: Yeah. That's the picture I saw.
0: Yes. Now, the problem is that you need to cut them really small because you're going to take them like a pill. <gasps> no, I thought you like worked them into food. No, I'm not doing that. My husband would kill me. Kill me. This is just for, this is for me alone. And my family thinks that it's really bizarre, so. You take it like a pill? Yeah. I wonder if that's what she
1: No, I think she was saying, like, grind it and put it, like, like, so if you're then, making hamburger and you're going to use, like, 90% hamburger yes. meat and then 10% liver Yes, meat.
0: you can do that. You can get, you can find a butcher that will. You know... Grind and, it? Yeah, and process it pretty the way you like, and then you just do a little bit when you do, like, hamburgers or, like, tacos or something. So,
1: okay, so my husband hunts. So, like, would you ever do this with, like, a deer liver, do you think? No, because you don't know where the deer's been. Well, the deer is, like, free range. Yeah. Eating, like,
0: I mean, eating, you know, bushes and berries and stuff. And out in nature... Correct, but I've never, I've only ever seen people talk about specifically beef liver. Okay. Not, not even chicken liver. Okay. So I don't know, I don't know what the, okay, the so you is. take it like a pill. The other thing you can do is, what I would never do, is you, you know, chop up the liver into bits, grind it in your food processor, dehydrate it, then grind that into a powder and you can fill pill capsules.
1: Oh, yeah, that seems
0: like too much work. Or you go on Amazon, buy desiccated beef over. Ooh. And it comes in pill form. And you just take it as a pill. See, that's...
1: See, I I a I mean, you know me at this point. Like, how many pills did I take three years ago? Zero. I'll yeah. answer the question. No pills. Now I've got, like, the... You know, Lauren's functional medicine doctors got me on these one mitochondrial pills and then I've got this aloe stuff and then I've got the probiotics and the vitamin D and the vitamin C and the zinc and the, I don't need one more pill. Like I don't need one more pill. So like, I'd like to figure out a way to like sneak it into food so that I can't taste it. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if that's possible. Like, can you taste it? Like, so you haven't even tried your little frozen pill yet.
0: I just take it as a pill.
1: You do? Yeah. You start it? Mm Mm-hmm. And can you taste it? No. At all? No. Because it's frozen. It's frozen.
0: I mean, does that burn going down? It's so cold. Mm-mm. For some reason, it doesn't freeze rock solid. Ew, so it's smushy? It's not sm. It's somewhere between smushy and rock solid, like an ice cube. But I've never swallowed an ice cube. Yeah, it's not as hard as an ice cube. Okay. But it's not squishy.
1: Okay. And it just slides down.
0: Mm -hmm. I take it with water.
1: I mean, your your chunks were big. They
0: were big. And I wish I had gone a little smaller. But I didn't want them to defrost so much. So I was trying to, like, work against the clock.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Okay, we might have to... Next week, we might... You might have to bring one in and cut it. We might have to cut it in two.
0: There are some tiny ones. And I'll bring it in. I think that... I'm not going to say it's what kept me from getting all of your GI issues, but that's like, well, it's not the only different thing that I do, but it's significant. And I do feel like on the days that I, rem- I this morning, I did not take them, but I feel like I have a little bit more energy and I have not been going to bed on time. All right. Okay. I'm intrigued. I- I'm intrigued. I think we should try a liverwurst though. Um, um It's delicious.
1: You have to get like you're gonna have to get the absolute bath, best liver. What is in liverwurst? Good night. I can't even believe I'm agreeing to this. I would I'd, not I, I would wanna not, go back to the I, cockroaches. If you're gonna
0: Google it, I would not. Liver sausage. No nope. sausage made from liver. No, nope. liverwurst is more like a spread.
1: Mm, it's it also call... called
0: Braunschweiger.
1: Yeah. Okay, see we should have called it Braunschweiger. Why did everybody call it liverwurst? Uh, um, I don't I don't
0: know.
1: Okay. All right. I guess I'll try it. it looks awful. It looks really like, gross. I feel
0: like you wanted me to give you a better answer than the one I gave you. I wanted mm-hmm. you to tell me how to like, you know that that
1: that those books that were popular like 15 years ago was like how to sneak vegetables into your kid's food? Yeah.
0: Where you During would like, Seinfeld's wife wrote one and I still have it. I love
1: it. Like sneak squash into macaroni and cheese and yeah. stuff like that. Right. I thought that was what you were going to tell me was how to
0: sneak liver into like regular foods so that you can't taste it. No, I can't sneak food into our food because my husband would, that would be treasonous to him and like. Even if it was good for him? No, he wouldn't care. He thinks myself, look, I have a strategy with my husband. Uh-huh. It's, if I want to show him how great something is, I kind of just have to live it out for a while. Uh-huh. And then he sees it and he's like, oh, okay.
1: Okay. I like that. That's a good strategy. Okay. All right. Well, look at this. It's 46 minutes. Like, right. we had nothing. Nothing. We came to this party with n- no party favors. show about nothing. Uh-huh. Yes. And and we have rambled on for 46 minutes and 15 seconds. Shocking. It is shocking. All right. Well, I think we should um, wrap it up. Lunch. Have lunch. Oh, I know. You're like, I mean, can you even stand it? <laughs> no, I'm fine. I don't know. Are we going to have to get a crash cart? <laughs> it's probably been like two, two and a half hours since you last ate something. I, uh,
0: I ate breakfast on the car on the way here five hours
1: ago. Oh, my goodness. That's a that's, new that's a world record.
0: It has been probably about two years since I have given up morning snack. Oh,
1: really? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yeah.
0: See, I
1: always – there's, you know, all the little, like, different diets. And the one that I could never do is, like, the six little meals a day because I, I barely – fit in one meal a day That's I just correct. don't have time don't care to make time you know just have and so like keto was great because it was like intermittent fasting with keto I'm like basically I eat like one one and a half meals a day perfect for me but you are
0: always kind of a six meal a day kind of girl correct so I don't have the time for it we're like busier you know as the kids get older we have like more stuff to do
1: I have been told um reliably from the internet that as you get older the like a woman over 40 like the six meals a day is counterproductive
0: it's counterproductive and also a lot of the meals are like nuts and cheese and overdoing nuts and cheese isn't great either as you know. Yeah yeah <clears throat> I know that was like the
1: majority of my diet before I went keto majority of my diet was not nuts and cheese and I sure. and and basically I read a bunch of articles saying if you're over if you're a woman over 40 like you should not be doing that. And yeah. that was hard because that was literally like 60% of my diet. So anyway, now nuts are of a, a fun thing that I get to every once in a while have. Yeah. So like I I remember in France like nuts and cheese were desserts. And I would love that. Like, when people are passing around the cupcakes, if somebody passed around some, like, almonds and some, like, English cheddar, some aged Gouda, like, that would be great. I'd be like, bring dessert on. Oh, uh, dessert? Sign me up. I know. Anyway. All right. All right well, we I go. guess we will take off. Happy Valentine's Day. Yep. Yeah, happy early Valentine's Day. Do all the fun things with your husband, because it's, what did I call it?
0: Marriage holiday.
1: The marriage holiday? Yes. <laughs>